<laughs> oh my lord we are off and running everybody oh it's another great um well you can tell by the music it's skip happens podcast skip clark from 92.1 the wolf and the host of the skip happens podcast and uh, right up there is my good friend deb lamphere the president and founder of the official country music fan club not only here in the northeast but does a lot of work in nashville as well and uh, i like this guy already we've only known each other for about the last 15 minutes and i know everything about him i know what he likes to do i know what he's driving i, kn- I know where he is <laughs> oh sounds like uh you better watch out for yeah you know what this Social media, man. Yeah. <laughs> he is, uh, I don't, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say his age. He's 19. He's 19 years old and he's got a song on the radio already. Love Ladies it. Gentlemen, our, our new friend, and I don't think he's ever going to forget us. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I want you all to say hi to John Wayne Hatfield. John Wayne, how are you, my friend? I'm not too bad, man. I, I kind of salty, man. I was fishing right before this and we didn't, I, I got a few bites. We didn't get anything. So. <laughs> Not and the- where are you fishing? A little uh, little pond around here. I, I have so many ponds I fish. So, I mean, we're looking for pre-spawn right now. And mm-hmm. it's yet. You talk about pond. Where where are you exactly? Uh, so, the <laughs> pond where I was going to, if you get caught with two cars, uh, you know that it's just... <laughs> we, I picked up my buddy and we went to a... We met at Frisch's. No, like what town are you in? What state no, are you in? I have no idea where Frisch's is or whatever. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm from Ocean, Ohio, but I'm in Milford, Ohio right now. Okay. Well, that helps out a little bit. That helps. No idea hey. where Frisch's is. So. Is that anywhere near Cincinnati? It's about 25, 30 minutes from Cincy. Oh, that's where I'm going tomorrow. That's part of my, I'm stopping there for the night. Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. I hate driving. <laughs> It's not like my daughter. How can you hate driving? You're 19 years old. How can you hate driving? I love driving. I just hate driving one way. Uh, I got you. I, I don't have where to turn around when I mess up. That's that, that's, not, <laughs> that's where I get mad. <laughs> Take a whole freaking block to go back around. That's where I get mad. <laughs> and you're driving alone, so you can't yell at anybody or anything like that. You can't. You've got to ask for the directions, and you can't send somebody else in to do that. Correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why we have GPS now. That is true. That is true. We do have GPS. It has eliminated all of those things that you men don't like to do. Yeah, I have to use them. Yeah, I love it. Do you even know what a map is, though? Not to be, you know, mean or nothing, but <laughs> my kids. <laughs> I mean, they're like mean tonight. <laughs> I mean, the paper map, not the GPS map. Like, have you ever <laughs> taken out a big map? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. I heard they always flew out the window, though, so it's a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just teasing you. No, she's not. I'm just saying. No, she mm-hmm. is. Uh, let's talk about you a little bit, dude. Um, I've been introduced to your music, and you rock. You are really you're kicking it. And tell us a little bit about how long have you been playing? How long have you been singing? How long have you been doing what you're doing? I know you're only 19, so it can't be all that long. Uh, well, dude, to be honest, like I, when I was a kid, you know, my grandpa got me my first guitar. It was like a little cigar box guitar, man. I was like eight years old and I, I never, they didn't know I was taking it really seriously until I was about 12. Uh, and they got me like a real guitar and the girl, I had, we had a farm we went up to all the time and, uh, 
she had a guitar and she uh let she lend it for to me she's like you can have it for a couple months i ended up keeping it for three years uh, and i played every day and it just took off and i started writing songs when i was about 13 or 14 and uh it just really took off from there it got serious and this is your first attempt at radio uh yeah uh none of this would have happened without my producer of course ed o'donnell mm -hmm. and meeting him was probably the best thing that ever happened and my manager she uh, her name's Stacy Taylor. She knows she hooked me up with him, and uh, and last year it's been crazy. Uh, this is done. I've done more than I've ever imagined I could do so far. Uh, I've went and recorded my first album uh, EP, and I've released uh, four songs, and it's just been a crazy ride so far. Congratulations! Thank you. So, um, what did you think when you first heard yourself on the radio? Uh, personally, I have not heard myself on the radio. Oh, not yet. Why do you got to come to town, dude? We're playing the song. I, don't, I have not heard myself on the radio yet. So I'm waiting for that day because I'll probably crap my pants. Oh, probably. probably. <laughs> you know, they I, should have one of those cameras in the cars for artists when they first hear their song on the radio to catch that. Yeah, I know the TikTok videos. That's probably what I'm playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and we want to talk about your social media because you're doing a hell of a job on TikTok and using those platforms to promote yourself. Um, talk to us a little bit about that and how useful that is. I know TikTok, your numbers are like through the roof, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're up and down, but like, you know, like I never even imagined getting on TikTok. Uh, and you might, you guys might know these. I mean, they're pretty big people on there, you know. Uh, my buddy Bimo, uh, he's a he's the guy who makes all the funny, you know, tractor videos about tractors and everything. And uh, you know, about a year ago, he was like, "Man, you should get on TikTok." And this was before I may ever met my producer and everything. And uh, I had I posted my first video on there, and I was not expecting. I was making you know like two hundred views, maybe like, mm -hmm. and it blew up. It got to forty thousand, and then I just ran on the numbers from there. I was like, I just kept going. And then it didn't really blow up until I met my producer and uh, we were about to release my first song. So it was really kind of just fate when that happened. Because mm -hmm. my numbers shot up from like 70,000 followers to 140 overnight. Wow. That's crazy. But how does that happen? Do they, does TikTok people share the way you do on Facebook and Instagram? They can, but also TikTok has a bunch of multiplications. Like they, they can make duets with your sound, the sound that's on your video. Um, so the way I blew up overnight is, you know, I was heading back from a photo shoot uh, that I did for a song that's not out yet. And uh, I came back and, you know, I remember this text that a girl sent me on TikTok. She was like, it was a mom, it was a mother. And she was like, hey, uh, do you know the song My Boy by Elvis Shane? And I was like, yes, because would you do a girl version? And, you know, I've been covering that song for literally yeah. three to four years now. Uh, you know, I, I've known that song forever before it even came out. And that song means so much to me personally, because my grandpa took me in as mm -hmm. you know, his own. And uh, I did a girl cover, and this was before LV actually even released it. And uh, it blew up with over a million views, and that's how I blew up everything. That's crazy. That's wild and so cool. <laughs> I mean, I was reading in your bio that uh, was it 5.1 million views 
or so there's something in in your bio in regards to uh i think that was back in 2020 so I'm looking at it right here, right now. Rising star on TikTok, you had more than 150,000 followers, and your views were 5.1 million. Yeah, it was crazy. For like, it's been a crazy year. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think my numbers were that big. Um, well, <laughs> well, they. What I'm reading says we're almost 90, 190,000 followers now. I think. Dude, that's awesome. That's it's only the beginning. It is. Now, uh, you're probably one of the younger audio uh, artists that we've actually chatted with in a while. Uh, how often do you get to go to Nashville? Uh, before all this? <laughs> well, maybe once, zero times a year. Uh, as soon as this happened, I will be there three times this month. Uh like it, it just keeps the number keeps increasing. Once we meet more people, the number just keeps increasing. How many times I got to get mm -hmm. so the plan is eventually just move there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you haven't really relocated yet. Uh, no. but that's planned on probably happening, uh, August. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's, cool. that's cool. So, how did you, once you decided to make this your career choice, what was your step? What, how did you find your manager or your, who'd you find first, your producer or your manager? Uh, almost two years ago, um, I lost my grandma and like a mother to me. Sorry. And you know, it was like two months after that, I was in a tough spot and I was doing an open mic and uh, I won. The open mic was the thing where if you win, you get to open up for a band that's going to play there on a Saturday. And I won finally. And, uh, I got, you know, I sucked back then. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine you sucked if you won. <laughs> no, I suck. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, I won, and I picked the Saturday that was coming up right away. And um, Dan Varner, and he's a big band around. Here's a big name around here. Okay. And he was there, and you know, a really good friend of his. It's his. Her name's Stacy Taylor, and uh, you know. Dan kind of took me under his wing and he put me over to Stacy as my manager slash, you know, she's, I call her my momager. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, for a whole year, we got my, my, my crap together and, you know, my, my life together with getting equipment, getting my new guitar, getting everything like that. I needed to start my own career. And uh, then she introduced me to Ed uh, O'Donnell, which is my producer. And uh, you know, Ed's, Ed's probably the best thing that's ever happened in my music career because without him, literally, I would not be able to do the stuff I do in music. Uh, I wouldn't be able to go record. I wouldn't be able right. to, right. Music, you know. So that's all I have really how it happened. Wow, dude! I love hearing those little stories and and how they surface up because it's just that intervention of how people come across your life and and how they're yeah. meant to be. I mean, it's like yeah, it's like it's it's all meant to be and things happen for the reason like it's just it's mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. right people it all happens for a reason john yes mm -hmm. it, it does who do what how do people call you they, they they say john wayne or jw or j uh john hatfield i mean you're going by john wayne hatfield which is obviously your name but i'm just kind of curious it's a long name <laughs> um what's your nickname you must have a nickname then. What do your buddies call you? B 
Big oh, never mind. Maybe you shouldn't tell me. <laughs> call me Big John. Big John. There you go. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, no. Uh, so crazy story. We'll start from the beginning. My name is John Wayne and my brother's name is Jesse James, but we're both Hatfields. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, I've never heard my middle name in my life. I've never used my middle name uh, until I met Stacy and I met Ed. And mm -hmm. then from there on, I've been being called John Wayne. I love it. Oh, that, that's cool. That's cool. And, and those are things that, you know, when we do these podcasts, that those are the things like that that come out that people want to know. And, you know, mm -hmm. they even grow more attached to you. Um, you know, it's always one fan at a time, but this information, and now they'll remember that. Did you know that he never used his middle name? Did you know? This is so cool. And it's cool when you guys do that. I know you haven't been, you know, I don't know how many podcasts you've done or how many radio interviews you've done or anything like that. My first podcast. Really? Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, you know, we're getting good at this. We are, we're, uh, we, I don't want to say it, but we've got, <laughs> We got a lot of new people that come on for the first time onto a podcast on the, our show. Absolutely. That's yeah. so awesome. And and it's the first time I think we've talked to somebody that has uh, been sitting in a Jeep Wrangler in a parking lot by a pond that just put his poles away and jumped in the driver's seat. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, they're right here. They're, I can touch them. <laughs> all right. There's so a lot of fishing songs out there. <laughs> you know, I... um. Before we went on, I was going through, I think you have a playlist on YouTube, and there was Morgan Wallen. There was, uh, I think, Hardy was on there. There were a lot of different artists. Uh, those are your favorites, I would I would presume, correct? Yes. Yep. Uh, a lot of people I look up to, especially writers-wise. Uh, mm -hmm. Hardy. Hardy's a huge writer I look up to. He just, met, the man could write a song about a mm -hmm. uh, You know, People I look up to in Nashville, my biggest look up to is, uh, he's an up and coming artist right now. He's, uh, Andrew Janakis. Oh, okay. Uh, that he's a real good buddy of mine. I've been that guy since I was like 14 or 15. And you know, he's the biggest person I look up to in the world. So mm -hmm. that is, uh, man, I tell you, that's cool. It's, it's cool to hear it from you. So you, you've been to Nashville, but you haven't really performed there. You said your first time is coming up at a writer's round. Uh, yeah. Tell us about who you write with and, and all that, or how often do you get to write? Did you get to write during the pandemic? Did you do Zoom writes? Did you, how did all that work for you? Or maybe you didn't do much of all, anything at all. So I did my first uh, write with somebody actually a few weeks back. His name's Connor Sweet. That was my first national oh. write with anybody. Yep. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, man, to be honest, I write by myself. Uh, and, you know, I've been right with my producer a lot. His name's Ed, you know, I, I've been a lot, so. We know Connor Sweet. He was, uh, we actually had him here on the podcast. And uh, he got to know us and we got to know him pretty good. And just a, just a great artist, a great songwriter as well. Oh, God, he's an amazing songwriter. and he's a great mm -hmm. I'm hoping he's playing somewhere. He plays a lot at like the stage or Legends yeah. or whatever. We went and watched him at the stage. He does have a really busy schedule. Yeah, I'm hoping to catch his show this weekend too. Can sneak one in somewhere. Yeah. I'm gonna catch a show no matter what this weekend. He has a great stage preference and a great show. Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, Deb, you're you're heading to Nashville to work to see uh ACMs. 
Mm-hmm. I am now being told, I was told today, now it's been a while since I've been out there because of the pandemic. I know you've made a couple of trips, but uh, there on Broadway in Nashville, the big tourist area, they actually blocked that road off now at night. And there's so many people down there. Really? Elbow to elbow to elbow and lines to get into every bar. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to have to do the live webcam later and check yep. that out. Yep. And they're all looking for John Wayne Hatfield. I can't even get in the book. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Well, you can until like, uh, I think while they're serving food, you can get in there. I'm, I'm down there like, can I get in? <laughs> Gosh, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't either. Son, can I see some ID? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you can- I play here. I uh, <laughs> I forgot it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are allowed to play in the in the bars, though, right? If you were to perform, I'm not sure of yet. Hmm. I have to check that out. Tell us about. Um, let's get back to the music a little bit. Growing up too fast, and uh, that song I listened to over and over and over again before you went on tonight. Before you jumped on, um, definitely good stuff. Tell us a little bit about that song. That that's your next single being sent to radio. Yeah. Um... So growing up too fast was literally uh, an idea I had. It was just like, you know, I'm being 19 and after meeting everybody that I have, I just, you know, you have to mature a lot and you have to, your maturity level has to go up a lot to even make it in here like this. And you have to be able to take on things that everything that hits you that comes in life with music and it just happens so fast. So, uh, I just wrote a song and, you know, I, I was like kind of thinking of two people taking, you know, taking a girl with you on that, on that step is just like, you know, you're growing up too fast and it was, just, it just went on from there and it was just kind of a, it was a love song slash, you know, a song about me. <laughs> growing up too fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at us. we, it, we grew up too fast. Something yeah. you don't want. You know, you don't want to grow up too fast and just sometimes I feel like it's happening. It's very cool. And it's a great, it's, it's a great effort. And the song I think is going to do very well, at least get you known a little bit more than what you are already. I know you're just starting out, but uh, I can tell already from a couple of the comments that, uh, the Carrie is like, he should come to kegs. We have a, we have a venue up here called kegs and it's an outdoor stage and the outdoor area is, it's, it's really awesome. And it holds like two or 3000 people. And, they always bring some big artists. So somebody's already like, he should come to kegs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, haven't, I haven't played in that in front of that many people yet. No, but you will, but you will. And that will happen very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the other thing is, you know, I realized that, okay, now you say this is your first podcast and we're probably, you know, first people at this level that, that talk to you, I would assume, um, you know, if you, if we didn't have the pandemic, you would, you'd be out because I know you got a promotions company and that's who I talk to all the time. Uh, I believe you'd be out doing what they call a radio tour yeah. and you would be hitting up the radio stations, uh, coming by singing a couple of songs and, uh, that's how it normally works. However, we can't do that now. That's, that's another reason that Deb and I said, you know what, we're going to do the podcast. And uh, we're going to get the artist out there because you do deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard. And especially you being at your age of 19. It's so cool. So cool. You're starting, man. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. There's no doubt. I don't think over the next five years, just five years, think of everything that's going to happen. 
happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Have you thought? Look how fast the, I'm sorry. The whole first this whole year went so fast. So yeah, quadruple that. Yeah, his his head <laughs> spinning already. Yeah, yeah. You've got a lot going on, dude, and I get it. Tell us a little bit, um, if you don't mind me asking, and you don't have to talk about any of this, but talk to us a little bit about your life. You said you were in a bad place at one time. You said that your grandpa took you in. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about that or no? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's not. It's I'm older now, so I mean, like, you know, when I was about five, uh, the side of my family I wasn't really proud of. Mm -hmm. My mom and dad's side, I and mean, my dad never really did anything bad to me. But you know, my grandma and grandpa, and they took me in when I was about five years old, uh, and they've been the best thing that ever happened in my life. They took care of me my whole life. They raised me as their own. Uh, you know, and the other, the other part of my life right now, my mom and everything, they're doing very good in life right now. They, they've cleaned up. Uh, but back then it just, it was a hard thing for me to put, be put through. Uh, and, uh, you know, I lost my grandma, uh, about two years ago. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. That's hard. I get it. She was, she was really the person who raised me up to be the person today. And, you know, um, she always had that line. If you've heard one of the songs, we have it on YouTube only, uh, called watching over me. Okay. Uh, it's about her and you know there was the first line and it is uh she always told me to dream big and follow my heart uh that's what she always told me to do and she right. always she always said one thing to me and that uh it was always uh there's a lot of competition out there but yeah. she's yeah. getting pretty damn good <laughs> yeah now do you, do you and i already know what my answer is to this but all this your life do you think it's made you a better person today yeah. absolutely it's it's done more than mature me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. growing up too fast yeah good way though in a good way that's you know and that, that's it and also be, doing what you're doing and wanting to write music and wanting to be an artist and and country music and the country radio um your background in your life has just set that up for you that you've learned a lot. You've got a lot of stuff upstairs that you can think of. It's going to help your songwriting. It's going to help you um, touch the hearts of so many people that they're going to go, that's me. I went through that. He knows me. How does he know that? Devil that. Mike, that's the dog. Sorry. She's got to. I thought we had a little issue there. No. She nope. has this breathing. See, this is a very informal podcast. She has this breathing <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> oh, nope. God. And she's sitting right under me. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I thought that. Never mind. But I know what you thought. <laughs> Don't even go there. But no, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but good, but I, I get you on that. Like, um, I have been, uh, but also. It gives me a lot, a lot of things to write about, and it gives me yeah. things yeah. to think. This dog hasn't made a sound. I've had her for a week already. Yeah, well, she hasn't not. made any noises. Yeah. <laughs> John, I didn't hear you. I said she wants to be heard. Yes, she does. Yeah, we hear her. <laughs> but it's all right. We get it. We get it. So yeah, that, that sets you up for a great career, my friend. And it just mm -hmm. having, having the talent that you have is, you know, maybe, maybe you don't have the talent fishing, but you've got the talent with a guitar. I don't know. You said, you said you got skunked. Listen, I never get skunked. No, 
I got talent fishing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what kind of fish are you going after? I love, I'm a bass fisherman. I love okay. catfish. I'm a huge catfisherman. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Bass. Bass is cool. I love it when they break water. You talking about top water? Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. All I know is that my, my dad used to take me fishing and we knew when we had a bass because the bass would go deep, then it would come up and it would break water and then it would go back down and it, it was fun. And they put up a good fight and the yeah. same thing with a walleye pike. Well, pikes wouldn't break water, but they would go deep. Yeah. You got to try to keep them under the water because that's when they pop the hook. Yes. Yes. And my dad used to yell at me, give him out, give him out. <laughs> so yeah exactly exactly do, do you hunt uh no uh I, I i hunt every now and then but uh my brother's a huge huge hunter like he's the hunter of the family i'm the fisherman uh -huh. uh, yeah he he hunts he's huge on that's cool dude you know we're so proud of you uh where do you you know we'll back it up here a little bit and, and deb you can jump in anytime just I, I know I ramble and I get yelled at for that. Um, but uh, where do you see yourself in five years from now? God, well, I know. I know you said your head was spinning a few minutes ago. I get that. But seriously, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Or where do you want to be in five years from what now? Five years? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I just want my music heard. I just want my music to connect with people. Mm -hmm. and, and my biggest dream is to hear at least one song to a huge crowd. I just want to hear my words sung back to me. I want them to mean so much to a crowd that they sing them back. Mm -hmm. so That's got to be an awesome feeling. Yeah. The biggest dream is just to take out my in-ears and, you know, hear people mm -hmm. sing back the words that I've wrote like that. That's, that's just a huge dream for my, of mine. Mm -hmm. Love it. I'm sure we'll see that. I'm sure of it. Dude, okay. I, and, and when we see that, I'm going to play this video back of us doing mm -hmm. the first interview with you. And <laughs> say, remember this? Remember when you were sitting in your Jeep? Remember with the mm -hmm. ring light and you were sitting in a parking lot with a Jeep and a lot of people were looking at you kind of weird? There's <laughs> a drive through out, out of the parking lot. And I know at least four of them are looking at me. <laughs> like, what is he doing in there? Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I well, love it. On your Tuesday night, <laughs> have, so it must be. Oh, what's that? No, I said they have no idea who the. You know, yeah, it's John Wayne Hatfield, but they have no idea where this guy's going to be pretty soon. And okay. they that's do know amazing. Side of the car, so. Your name is on the side of the car. Yeah. Are Are you serious? Yeah, like I have a huge sticker on my hood that says John Wayne Hatfield. That's cool. for you. I love it's it. For I go to my shows and everything. If I park my car by my thing, uh, my Instagram's right there. You know, my Facebook's right there. My TikTok's right there. Yeah, dude, that's cool. Good idea. See, great marketing. Mm -hmm. Try. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you? Are uh, is Ohio? You're open enough out there where you can perform, right? Yeah. Okay. We're not too so. Bad are you performing anywhere tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, uh, no, my next show, I'm doing a benefit, is uh, Friday, or sa this Saturday. I got In Ohio, though. Yeah, it's for the Wounded Warrior Project. I love it. It's a great it's a great benefit, great cause. All right. Well, I'm always passing through Ohio, so I'll look you up when I'm passing through there, too. Yeah, I, so. I have my shows always up on Facebook and everything. Mm -hmm. 
Very cool. If um, if you could sit down and have a chat, I, I ask everybody this. Uh, if you could sit down and have a chat with anybody, dead or alive, a, a male artist, or any, let's just say any country artist right now, who would that be? If you could just sit down to say, come on, have a seat in my Jeep. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. Who would that be? Morgan Wallen. There you go. And why? Just because he's been put through hell and back right now. Yes, he has. It's, you can talk to any country artist out there. You can talk to Luke Combs. You can talk to Hardy. You can talk to anybody out there, but nobody's been put through hell and back like him yet. Absolutely. Short amount of time. And it's not, it's not the music thing I'm looking for. It's the advice thing I'm looking for. It's the mm-hmm. anything that's going to hit me, he would know. Mm-hmm. He would know everything that the bad and the good that could happen to me if I did something. You know, like right. he, great advice on and leadership towards the steps that are taken up there. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. You know, there's still um, there's still some radio companies that won't play the music. And I know being an independent, uh, we're a locally owned station now. We do play the music and yeah. we jump back on it and it, he deserves to be heard. And uh, we worked our way back into it. But still, some of the big companies are like, no, we're not going to do it yet. So, you know, yeah. I think it will come back. I think it's just it kind of sucks that it is the way it is right now. And I think a lesson has been learned not only with his management or his record label. And I think they've learned some lessons as well as Morgan's learned. I think everybody's learned from this experience and, and what happened. So here again, it it maybe, and let's hope it's going to make him even a better person. So yeah, I love his music. I love what he does. It's not about just the music thing. I mean, I, I'd love to sit there and talk about somebody about music, but if I can sit there and talk to somebody, it's like, it's like talking to somebody young or talking to a veteran, you know, like, do you want to hear stories or do you want to talk about things you already know about? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he could tell me so many things to watch out for, you know, and look out, look out what's coming up next. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. You know, John, it's been great talking to you here tonight. Uh, some great information and uh, just, you're such a talent and you know, your music is out there. They, they sent me some of your music and I, I was just blown away by it. I said, this Thanks. guy sounds so, so good. And then when I was looking at your playlist and I saw some Riley Green on there and 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 people like that, uh, Cody Johnson, I'm going, you know, he's you've got that. You don't want to be like anybody, but you've got the, that that style. If that, <laughs> you know, I, you are unique. You are you. You are John Wayne Hatfield. But um, just you kind of, I can tell what your taste is and that's cool. And I think that's the country that people are, that's what they're digging right now. And they're loving. So, I mean, to be honest, as an artist, uh, I may be a country artist, but I have, if, if I, if anybody goes to a party, you know, if I go to a party, I have the crappiest playlist in the world. I don't even have a, (laughs) (laughs) I look up songs as I go. I have no playlist. I have no Spotify playlist. I have nothing. (laughs) <laughs> I, love I, made a, I made a beach playlist for last week because it was the first time i made that i've ever seen the beach or the 
ocean or anything like that. So I made a beach playlist. That's about it. <laughs> I, I'm amazed for someone your age. Yeah. Yeah. So you have never seen the ocean until last week. No, I've never touched sand or ocean until last week. Whereabouts did you go? I went to Hilton Head Island. Oh, Hilton Head. Oh, do you play golf? No, I don't. I, oh. I, I do play golf a little bit. Because Hilton Head is big, big in golf. I know they're doing that huge competition next week, right? Oh, they got something going on. I know we just wrapped up the Masters, but that wasn't there. But still, you know, I'm not a golfer either, but uh, I do know a little bit of what's going on where. But I, I do know that Hilton Head is a big golfing area. Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful area. And it's, oh, it's just sure. gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever think about deep sea fishing, seeing you love to fish? Oh, my God. I want to go so bad, but I didn't get a chance to go. Mm -hmm. I'll be hurling over the side of the boat. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I, I can't do that. Nope. 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 But, but my wife would in a second. Anyways, I, uh, used, I used to fish when I was younger. Did you go in the ocean? Yeah. Blue fishing mostly. Is that deep, deep sea fishing? I, we were in the ocean. I was young, so I did it probably all through up till high school. But um, my father, you know, we had a boat and we'd go out in the ocean. But the thing that gets me is I don't even remember ever wearing a life jacket or anything. And I remember it's like so waves and boating and all that doesn't bother me. But I'm thinking I grew up without seat belts. I think I grew up without life jackets. I don't even know what else. I'm surprised I'm still here. We used to lay in the back window to look out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the back of a pickup truck. Yes. We used yeah. to do that. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry about that. Little detour. Yeah, we get off on these uh, obstacles every once in a while. So, <laughs> but it's cool. Hey, uh, John, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so, I've got your website posted. As you can see there, johnwaynehatfield.com. What can uh, our listeners and our viewers find on your website? You always get the first updates on my website what songs are coming out next, the pre saves. Uh, I will let you guys know one of the secret. Uh, uh oh. I'm supposed to do this or not. I might get yelled at for it. But uh, I have a new song coming out on Mother's Day. Okay. It's called Strong Woman. It's my favorite song off the uh, EP. It's a, It's been a secret song. We've held it out for a while. Uh, and the pre-save link is going to be coming out very, very, very soon. So I would be... Nice. I cannot... It's a song I cannot wait to release. It's definitely, definitely one of my... It's my favorite song off the EP. What has taken you so long to get this stuff out? This music is great. What what has taken you so long? I you know, I know you're young, but still. Building a fan base. Uh so if I was to I can't just release it all at one time because you know, if if I was to release one song at a time, I wouldn't I mean all song like all the songs at one time, the songs wouldn't get as much attraction as you want. Right. I release one song at a time. I can focus on one song at like that whole month and get a traction on it. And then the next month I can focus on another song, get a whole traction on it. So like I was released all at one time, you know, some of the songs are going to do good and some of them aren't instead of like me releasing one at a time, I can make them all do good. It's good thinking. You're, you're like right on top of the marketing side of things here, dude. You're doing really well. Doing well. No, you're doing well. And the other thing I wanted to ask, uh, how did you get uh, hooked up with somebody to push your music radio? How did you get hooked up with Grassroots, so to speak? Grassroots? Uh, my producer, 
uh, hooked me up with them. So they're, they're great people. Uh, oh, yeah. They're doing a great job. So mm-hmm. there, we talked to a lot of their artists and, you know, we're friends with Nancy and Renee and, and everybody at grassroots, RJ and, uh, Jamie and, uh, you know, just great people to work with. And I love it when I hear artists, you know, t- tell the story about how they got involved with grassroots because, well, they're, they are music people. They're not just somebody out there saying, Hey, let me manage you and I'll push you to radio. They are music people. They know what it takes. They've been in the music industry for a while. So. Yeah. They're great people. I've met them uh, about twice now, I think. And like, yeah, you beat them. They're just, you can tell they're down to earth and they know what they're talking about. They're definitely great people. They do. Absolutely do. I will stand up for them. I mean, just, I've seen their work and I know that, uh, with the pandemic and all that, how did, how did you work through all that? Did you, do you have another gig? Do you, are you working somewhere else or? Uh, yeah, I did, I did, uh, most of the time I was working tile work. Uh, and I do, I do a bunch of side jobs just to keep saving up money. Cause I am moving, like I said, to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm saving up a bunch of cash and money to be able to do that next step. Cool. Whereabouts in Nashville are you looking to go? Uh, don't know yet. I, I really don't know yet, to be honest. Yeah. He's only been there a couple times. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. I guess I'm asking too many questions. Okay. Good. Been there quite a few times. I've been to Nashville over 20 times. Oh, you have? I thought you said earlier you hadn't been there too much. No, like in this last year, I've been there 10 times. So. Oh, it's only like what? Six? How far is it from you? Six hours, maybe? Five, most. Five, yeah. It's not Piece of cake. Every weekend I'd be there. <laughs> Hilton Head was a drive. That was 11 mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite the haul. Yeah. Quite the haul. And a G. John, <laughs> John Wayne Hatfield. And uh, when you watch this or you listen to this, um, that's a name that you're going to want to remember. You're going to want to go to the website, johnlinkhatfield.com, and see what uh, what he's all about. Uh, listen to the music, because I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to dig it. It's really, really good stuff. And uh, we hear a lot of music, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is very good. And your music is right up there, man. It's just, you know. Thanks. It's cool. It's cool stuff. Uh, thanks for joining us here tonight on uh, Skip Happens Podcast. And uh, we figured with a name like Skip Happens, you wouldn't forget that either. So <laughs> it's like you're. I don't know. You've been busted a few times tonight. So damn, you're right. So yeah, we were kind of uh, before we went live. So our viewers who are listening, Skip got in trouble a couple times. <laughs> and John's my witness. <laughs> I love this. John, you're awesome, my friend. And we look forward to hearing a whole lot more from you. Um, Again, thank you for joining us here tonight on Skip Happens. I know you're probably hungry. You probably want to get home, get something to eat. You're still Mm -hmm. parking lot in your Jeep. There's a Mm -hmm. couple of cops outside your window there. They're ready. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It's like, dude, what's going on? That'd be hilarious. I would interview them. I'm serious. If somebody walked up to that window right now. I would just be like, hey. Go ahead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're, you're on the radio. Go, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, John Wayne Hadfield. Thanks again for joining us here tonight on the podcast. Uh, it's Deb Lamphere, the president and founder of the Country Music Fan Club, and your socials, Deb. 
at the official CMFC on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So John, give us a follow and we will follow you back as well. And when you have new music coming out, we post all the new music every Friday. I have a great social media team. Okay. We'll, uh, Instagram, what'd you say it was? Um, it's at official CMFC. Or okay. at Instagram, it's at official underscore CMFC. Facebook, it's at at the the official CMFC. I can't even remember myself half the time. <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely, yeah. No, we love it. We'll get your music out there. We have our followers, Skip followers. And as Skip always says, one fan at a time. All of a sudden, you've got thousands. He's got 160,000 already. Mm -hmm. already. I'm just saying. I got, love it. I got 5,000 on my Facebook. He's got 150,000, Deb. There's mm -hmm. a of a difference. <laughs> well, if you were 19 and cute, you would have 160,000 too. Wow, dude. Hey, <laughs> she got back at you, remember? <laughs> John Wayne Hadfield, you're awesome, my friend. Go home, uh, get some rest, clean up all those fish you didn't catch, and mm -hmm. uh, just enjoy your night. And we look forward to meeting you in person. I'm sure we will soon, uh, somehow, some way. Uh, Deb's going to be in Nashville for the ACM. So if you're down there, I mean, I know you said you're going to you're going to be doing a show, but that's I think Deb might be back home by then. But uh, we'll catch it. Anyways, we we'll wish you a lot of luck, my friend. Keep up the great work, the great music, the fun, uh, mm -hmm. being you because you're yeah. the real deal. All right. Thank you all for having me. Seriously, it's fun. Yeah. All right. So don't hang up yet. Yeah, don't hang up. We're going to say goodbye, but stay right there. And uh, again, John, thank you for joining us here tonight. Hey, no Good problem. night, everyone.